we use this exact concept to successfully launch 350 unique private label products on Amazon in only 10 months. Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 34, how to accomplish anything in your business with tiny steps. Welcome. It's Sean Hart along with Seth Stevens, a co-founder of Post-Purchase Pro. Seth, today we're going to talk about how to accomplish almost any task in your business or your personal life, to be exact, by (laughs) cutting it up into tiny, tiny steps that can be repeated, Seth. Yeah, it was kind of funny that you brought this topic up because over the last week, Sean, I've been talking with several business owners, especially uh, business owners in the Amazon space. And this keeps coming up. It's like, how do you scale? How can you um, break your business apart into different processes? How can you get somebody in your business to help you along the way? So when you started talking about, you know, the way that we've been able to build businesses is to break, break um, a big task up into small, tiny little steps. Um, I got all um, amped up and and ready to uh, record this today, Sean. Yeah. So what brought it up to me was the, you know, the, we all talk about often about the four minute mile, you know, so um, the four minute mile, it's, it's easy to overlook the story, but when Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile on May 6, 1954, Oxford university in the UK, I think I got that right. What people often overlook, Seth, is that he didn't just walk out there and start training for a four-minute mile. He didn't just jump on the track and decide to run a four-minute mile. But what what people forget is that a lot of people, a heck of a lot smarter than Roger Bannister, said this is impossible. The human body cannot achieve this. Mm -hmm. But luckily, uh, Mr. Bannister did not approve, did not agree with that theory. And a lot of folks know, obviously, that the four-minute mile was broken and that within that year, that, that record had been broken a couple of more times pretty quickly. It expanded the mind into yep. knowing what was possible. But the most important lesson, Seth, the thing that stands out the most to me is that when Roger went out to do that, he didn't do it in one sitting. First, he trained to see if he could get to the point his goal was to do a quarter of a mile in in uh, 15 minutes, right? Or I'm sorry, in one minute. I'm reading over here at the same time. So you can't go out there and say, hey, I'm going to run a mile in four minutes. No, he says, I'm going to run a quarter of a mile in one minute. Okay, check. That was a tiny step. Now let's see if I can do a, a, a half a mile, right, in 30 seconds. Check. Now Two let's minutes. see if we can. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm getting my facts uh, backwards there. But the idea is, is that, you know, if you want to complete the mile in four minutes, cut it up into tiny bite-sized pieces. Right. Right. Do your your uh, your quarter mile in in one minute. Do your half a mile in two minutes, and then once you accomplish that task, go out there and do your uh, three quarters of a mile in, in three minutes. And then finally, uh, he was able to go out and break the four-minute mile mark. Um, legend has it, you know, we weren't there because it was. Uh, 20 years before I was even thought of is that (laughs) the time was three minutes, 59 seconds. But the fact Seth, that's so profound to me is that Roger Bannister cut that up into small bite-sized pieces. So when you think about it, one of my favorite authors ever is Og Mandino. 
And if you ever get a chance to read or listen to the book, it's called The Greatest Salesman in the World. And one of the quotes that Aug says in the book that changed me and influenced my entire future as a young boy, when I first read the book, I was probably 12, 13 years old and literally committed it to memory at 15 years old. No joke. He says that in truth, one step at a time is not too difficult. And that I know that small attempts repeated will complete any undertaking. Just think about that in your business, in your life, in your relationships, launching products on Amazon. If you can take any task and cut it up into tiny bite-sized pieces, then you can literally accomplish anything, Seth. Yeah, and that's what we used um, to grow our business. And and what um, kind of gave me a lot of inspiration this week, Sean, was I was talking to a young lady who um, was interested in Post-Purchase Pro. And she was giving me a background on her business. And she said, well, it's a lot more successful than what I thought I was going to be getting into. So it's kind of taken me by surprise. And I'm really struggling with scaling. Like, how do I, um, you know, uh, hand off some of the the task in the business that I just no longer have time for? And I was telling her how we use this exact concept to successfully launch 350 unique private label products on Amazon in only 10 months. And she said, "What?" She goes, "How did you do that?" And and basically, what I explained to her was we broke each piece down into a tiny, tiny little step, and it was assigned to one person. So like. Um, when we were doing all of that launching, you were having samples sent. I remember a box would show up every week to our office in Indianapolis, and it would be the seven samples for the seven products that we were launching this week. And we would take the samples out of the box, and we would take one sample and set it on you know, desk number one, which was our photographer. And she would shoot the images, and then she would take the product and set it on desk number two, which was our graphic designer, and she would modify the images. And then it would go on to the research team and go on to the, the listing building team. But each segment of the business, was broken out into somebody that was uh, highly trained in that one area, did a very good job. And then they handed it to the next person. So each piece of the business was broken into something tiny. And when you're first starting out, you won't have any tiny pieces. You'll be doing all the tiny pieces. But as you scale, you will identify, hey, I'm doing this over and over again. I'm going to systematize this, record this tiny little step and hand it to somebody else. And that's the start of how you start to gain scale in your business because you can have somebody step in and help out. But don't ever um, try to do this without first really understanding what that role should look like. So before we would hand a task off to our keyword research team, for instance, we would use the best minds that we could get a hold of and figure out the best process for that tiny little step that was keyword research. And then we would record the process of doing the best keyword research we could possibly do and then fill that seat. Sean? Yeah. So I remember watching and this, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube somewhere, but I watched a demonstration where a gentleman was doing some research on what it takes to knock over a string of dominoes. Maybe you're familiar with it. So when you first watch the video, he's like placing a tiny domino with tweezers. I mean, microscopic, but The reality is, the physics of it is, which is nowhere near my uh, forte, the physics is that a tiny domino can knock over a domino that is 50% larger. Did you know that? One and a half times bigger domino. And at the end of the day, a short string of dominoes starting with a tiny domino, like a few millimeters that he used tweezers, finally knocked over like a three foot domino that weighed 50 pounds, which is like the math was ridiculous. It, it was it was <laughs> astonishing to say the least that 
that from the the energy, the kinetic energy in that tiny domino translated into like a billion times more energy to knock over that large three foot wide, 51 pound domino. And so the idea is, is that if you can take one tiny task at a time, Seth, and then mm-hmm. and then leverage and multiply that energy into the next task, biting off just a little bit more. It's the way, as Augmandino would call it, it's the way the ant devours a tiger, one bite at a time. It's the way the slave builds a pyramid, one block at a time. So small tasks repeated will and, and can and will per, uh, complete any undertaking. And Henry Ford was actually quoted as saying, let's see, I wrote it here. uh, Nothing is particularly hard. I told you I couldn't say particularly. Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. So, yes, Seth, we all want the world and everything that's in it, right? Like Tony Montana. But the truth is we can only devour the world one tiny bite at a time. And to complete this massive task, this huge undertaking, this goal, this moonshot of a goal that you have, you have to first take step one, put one foot in front of the other, and then take a little a little bigger step and a little bigger step. Eventually, you're knocking over the biggest domino in the world, Seth. Yep. And Sean, the, the whole domino um, example is is laid out very, very nicely in the book, The One Thing. So I've read that book. I love that book because of what that principle teaches you. And and what Gary Keller talks about in that book is, yes, you can knock over a bigger domino with um, by setting your dominoes up and knocking them down, right? But the biggest uh, aha for me was if you pick the correct lead domino, the first activity to kind of start you in the right path, you, you can knock down the correct domino at the end. So, um, you know, one of the examples that they give, Sean, is if you wanted to start working out, well, what's the first step in you starting to work out? Well, it's putting on your running shoes. So instead of waking up thinking I have to work out, it's not I have to work out. It is I have to put on my running shoes, right? And then that becomes easier to get to the next step. So same thing in anything in your life. If you can pick the first step and make sure that it sets you in line with where you're going, then everything gets easier. Yeah, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Seth, we talked about the how important it is to get that first yes, that tiny commitment that leads to all bigger commitments. And the domino effect or the bite-sized piece effect is exactly the same. Now, unfortunately, my friend, I didn't learn that. I I didn't know that I knew this or know that I learned this until later on in life. But with every new venture, you know, from the time I was uh, selling roses on the street till I, you know, I was selling uh, framed art, oriental rugs, uh, heaters, (laughs) bicycles, scooters, all of that. It all started with that very first sale. And, and when we were doing uh, uh, rechargeable heaters back in 2000, 2001, geez, I'm getting old, aren't I? It all started with that very first commitment of ordering that first container. But what we didn't realize until we were well into that battle is that one container of uh, product turned into three containers. That three containers turned into nine containers. Those nine containers turned into 27 containers. Before you know yeah. it, in a few short months, Back then, you know, you could, manufacturing was faster. Uh, ocean freight was a lot faster. We were able to take, I think it was a $150,000 investment of three people, myself and two other $50,000 investors. And we grew that to a $10 million company in the first 12 months. I was in my 20s. And to me, I didn't realize what we were doing. But looking back, Seth, all we were doing was leveraging those tiny efforts to get maximum results and then repeating the process. And we yep. built a massive business from it, Seth. 
Yeah. And one last thought before we get out of here, guys, it is, you've probably heard this concept before, Sean, but this one always helped me. It's whenever you're looking at like a big goal, um, you don't have to focus on the big goal. You can focus on what, what I'm a lot of people call the most important next step. So if you're building your Amazon business and say you wanted to add post-purchase marketing to it, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks like a big task. You got to learn copywriting, set up integrations, build funnels, all that stuff. But really what's the most important next step? Well, it is what can you put in your product to actually get your customers to come and engage with you? That's the first step, right? So it's just designing an insert. That's that's it. And then the next thing is, you know, building an opt-in page. That's not too hard, right? But if you look at post-purchase marketing as a whole, it's a huge process. It's a huge problem to solve. But if you look at it in terms of the most important next step on anything that you're working on, then it becomes a lot more manageable. Yeah, it reminds me of the business that we sold in the uh, middle of 2020. <clears throat> Just for privacy reasons, I don't want to go into brand names, but that entire business that was sold for multiple millions of dollars was created from a tiny email list of just 121 people. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those 121 people were only those who engaged with us uh, during Google Hangouts, where we would go online and discuss uh, you know, opportunities, just like we're doing right here, and sharing our strategies with others through a free platform. Those 121 uh, names on that list created a multi, multi-million dollar business and over a five-year period grew into probably, what, 30,000 names on the list, all hyperactive fans of what we were doing. So I know that you're facing insurmountable odds or what seems to be insurmountable odds and you don't know where to start. I don't care if it's launching a new product, if it's building your next company or your first company or taking your existing company to the next level. It all starts with that tiny first step. And like Seth says, if you can get the first step right and then leverage the success from that step to get where you really need to go, then I think you'll look back like we have several times and go, wow, I really, I truthfully, I truly can't believe what we accomplished in such a small amount of time. So hopefully you found uh, today's podcast valuable. If you have, let us know, drop us a note, put a comment. Um, under this video or in the podcast platform, review the podcast, share it with your friends and tell us how we're doing. Um, If you're enjoying the content, if you're not, then just keep it to yourself. This has been the Post-Purchase Podcast, episode 34, how to accomplish anything in your business with tiny steps. We'll see you next week.